Governments, your friends, you see That's what I have to say, or they will bury me Don't you try to criticize And don't you ever try to talk about their lies I don't know what you've been told But last time I checked, we had the right to say the things we mean And disagree and not have to face the guillotine But if it's your head in the basket Then you just pick the wrong side of the revolution What the really means is that they're watching you and that they're really watching me. And anyone who disagrees is sure to lose their liberties. A patriot has got to keep his mouth shut. But if it's your head in the basket, then you just pick the wrong side of the revolution. free to live a life of tyranny the same as you or me and it's a crime to speak your mind and it's a crime whoa, whoa, whoa. don't say a word cause if you're her that plate is gonna Evolution never made a contribution to the revolutionary man It's a crime To speak your mind And it's a crime Oh, don't say the word Cause if you heard that blade is gonna fall Once upon a time, and I guess we're talking about the good old days here, the CIA had to know a militant's name before putting him up for a robotic targeted killing. Now if the guy acts like a gorilla, it's enough to call in a drone strike. 
This is indeed part of the horror that we are bringing to the world. We used to have to know the poor bozo's name before we drilled him from, you know, from above. Now, if he's acting like a gorilla, come on. It's another sign of that once limited, once covert program to off senior terrorist leaders has morphed into a full scale, if undeclared, war in Pakistan. So we're at war with Pakistan. Now, there's good news. And in a war, you don't need to know the name of someone on the other side before you take a shot. Yesterday, U.S. drone aircraft, for example, killed at least 24 suspected militants in two attacks in Pakistan's north Waziristan. (laughs) Waziristan, I just can't stand it. It was the fourth drone missile strike on militants in northwest Pakistan, bordering Afghanistan since a failed bid to set off a car bomb in New York's Times Square on May 1st. So they're definitely, they're, they're saying now, oh, we're sure, and the Taliban sent him over here to set off the bomb, so we're just going to go kill everybody that looks like a militant. The United States is convinced, of course, that uh, Taliban militants allied with al-Qaeda and operating out of northwestern border regions like Waziristan was behind the attempted New York bombing. So... In the first of of yesterday's two drone attacks, this was on Monday, more than 12 missiles were fired in Dakahel village, about 20 miles west of Maranshah, North Waziristan. Oh, this is North Waziristan. I wonder if that's like the nice side, if that's on the right side of the tracks or the right side of the drone. Quote, three missiles hit a vehicle and three militants sitting in it were killed, said an intelligence agency official in the region who declined to be identified. Because if they got his name, they might shoot him too. The drones then fired a barrage of missiles at a nearby militant compound, killing at least 11 more, according to a second security official. Militant compound. Okay, but things are bad in Pakistan. You look up, you know, you give the sky the finger, you're a militant, you're dead. But across the border in Afghanistan, where we're kind of officially at war, the rules for launching an airstrike have become tighter than a bald fist. Dropping a bomb from above is now a tactic of last resort, even when U.S. troops are under fire. Commanders are reluctant to authorize airstrikes even under those conditions. That's because they've been getting a lot of bad press for all the innocent women and children that we've been killing. In Pakistan, however, the opposite has happened. Starting in the latter days of the Bush administration and accelerating under the Obama presidency, drone pilots have become more and more free to launch their weapons. Drone pilots. I'm told that they are sitting in refrigerated rooms in Las Vegas doing the killing. I mean, totally frightening, you know. After a little gambling, a little liquor, a little prostitutes, let's go in and kill people who act like gorillas. Uh, Orwell could not have dreamed this up. Quote, we've had an expanded target set for some time now. I I love military talk. Expanded target set. More people looking or acting or smelling like gorillas are getting fried from these drones. Uh, So we have an expanded target set now. Given the danger these groups pose and their relative inaccessibilities, these kind of strikes, precise and effective, have become almost like the cannon fire of this war. They're no longer extraordinary or even unusual, admitted one American official. Yeah, the thing about cannon fire also is it takes out anybody it hits. You know, in the Civil War, you didn't know the other guy's name either, but at least you could see each other as you plowed each other under. This is war at a distance. It's like John McCain at 50,000 feet carpet bombing people he never met. Of course, he actually did get to meet a couple of them uh, unexpectedly. 
you know, Bebop being so indigenous, you know, being so real and being so local, even when he has gone beyond good and evil. I mean, above Fresno is beyond good and evil. Sure, man. Reminds <laughs> me. That's right, man. I mean, I'm still here. Uh -oh. You know, Bebop, your music is gone yeah, and you're still here. I'm still here. My Unbelievable. music is gone. Uh -oh. I, we didn't know you could exist without that underscore. I, I thought I could not exist without that music. Bebop, you know, we just recently, David and Phil and I were in Houston just two days ago. Oh, I love Houston, oh, man. And we were we were there to see the Ring trilogy, but not not the not the Tolkien Ring trilogy, but the Wagner Ring trilogy done by the Houston uh, Opera. Yeah, they, and, it was but, a new version of it. But a though, new version Pete, because um, people are that? so well because they're so interested in what's happening. It's now called the Fall of Enron. Oh man, yeah, that's in all the news now. Yeah, and I understand there's even a touring show up your way. You may have seen it yourself. I want to read you from the program, try to explain to you what was going on. Now, you guys have got to tell me if I got this right. Okay. Uh, there's a bunch of these women come on in the beginning, right, in this kind of cave, and they are they represent there's eight hundred and eighty one of them. Uh -huh. They represent the offshore subsidiaries oh, yeah. of, of Enron, right? Very romantic. Very man. They're they're hiding the gold, right? Yeah. And, right. Uh, from the investors who don't know they've lost it yet. I love this part. And then Jeffrey Schilling, the CEO, plays Loki. And he comes in and he steals it from them with an accounting <laughs> ruse, right? Yeah. And then, okay, then the devil, played by Fastow. He comes up against George W., who plays Wotan, right? Yeah. All right, now, now Ken Lay is Siegfried, and he finds Brunhilde, who represents the regulated energy industry, and circulated in a ring of cold regulations. She can't move, right? Yeah, right. So he kisses her with the dark kiss of deregulation. Oh, I love that. And she is freed. She is taken off the books. See, there she goes. And then... And now, now the Valkyries, the Valkyries come in on their winged horses, and they ride quickly out of the theater and try and cash their Enron philanthropic checks before they go bad. But they don't. They lose, right? Yeah, I got and, it. Okay, then, here's, here's what happens now. That's, that's Henry Waxman. Henry Waxman now comes in. The fifth, the fifth. Well, he swallowed his mustache. He swallows his mustache. Whoa! He he, is he plays the ultimate good and evil, and yeah. he kills Ken Lay as Siegfried, and he reduces Brunhilde to, to, to regulation. She yeah. can no longer be off the books, and then Ragnarok, which I'm beginning is, to lose you now, man. Yeah, yeah, Ragnarok, which is the huge town of, of, of Houston, goes up in flames, and the Bush administration falls. Oh, yeah, I love that part. It was a great opportunity. Great, man. That's oh. good. Much better than our little theater production up here. Oh, yeah, really? No, it was nothing. Besides, the actors, their teeth were chattering so hard they couldn't sing at all. Well, we were really impressed, and at the end of it, the whole theater went dark because they couldn't pay their Enron electricity bill. That's right. right. They probably yeah. impounded your cars, right? They, they did. They just pounded them, in fact. And yeah. they, they squeezed them in these little balls. And, and sold they sold them, them to China. They sold them to along, China. Along with, apparently, 50,000 tons of crumpled twin towers. Except you guys this, lead an exciting life out well, there on the street, man. Well, yeah. there, when we went out to the parking lot to get our car, there was this one guy, man, with you know, named Baxter. And he did not look good at all, man. He had the windows up, and he had a thirty-eight. He was like, and he was crying. He was saying something about offshore money, and then that was oh, the last I heard. It was really the poor guy. Poor guy. He showed man. up on CNN later. Well, you see, everybody gets famous, man. Well, oh. everybody gets one of those crawls. Right, every one, one crawl below. One crawl. That's all you get now.